0: finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your
1: host, Daniel Mengenna. Do I have Christine on the phone? Yes, you do. (laughs) Not just the phone, but the video. Um, Welcome, everyone. Can we welcome Christine to the call? Christine, do you know what? I was going to ask you to give me an elevator pitch, but instead I'm going to come at you with something random. If you were a vegetable, what would you be and why?
2: A vegetable, oh my goodness. Could I be a tomato, tomato? Because we don't know <laughs> if it's a vegetable or a fruit. <laughs> well,
1: I'll, I'll, let you have, I'll let you have the tomato, tomato. Um, so long as you can why you should be a tomato. Tomato. Oh should Come it on. be me.
2: because let's see. Wow. Okay, so I should be a tomato. Oh goodness. I have a let's see. Okay, so I should be a tomato because I believe in perspective and it's all about perspective. Okay. So some people view it as a vegetable. Some people view it as a fruit.
1: Ooh, That's <laughs> so a good cool one.
0: Or you hate it. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Okay. We're cooking. We're cooking. I'm potato. Oh. Potato. Because you can do so much with a potato. You can mash you it. You can. It, you can chip it. You can make waffles with it. Um, waffles. Yeah. Yes. Potatoes. Potato. Do you not have potato I waffles? haven't tried that.
2: No, I haven't tried that one.
1: Um, I don't know if that's a British thing then. Potato waffles. It's kind of like um, little potato smiley faces, but in the shape of a waffle instead. They're normally square. No way. Yeah, and you have them like with baked beans or like with some sausage, or something like that.
2: Oh, <laughs> of course, you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> you and your baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no, t- tell tell our listeners where where my because I'm I'm I love that I get to speak to people from literally all over the world. And yes, you're calling me from a completely different time zone right now, aren't you?
2: yes i am you would think that i was calling from america wow
1: you are dialing in from australia with an american accent that for me ladies and gentlemen sounds like story time come on let me know we want we want a story You want the long
2: story, the short story?
1: Give us the fun story. Give us the fun
2: fun, story. The fun story. I'll begin the fun story at a library in Florida. And I will begin with my husband saying to me, well, asking me or demanding from me, (laughs) One good reason why we should move to Australia because on paper it looked ridiculous <laughs> in 2009 when the financial crisis was happening yep. in America and we were in Florida upside put- down on our mortgage. Yep. And he had this opportunity to um, be transferred to Australia.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He asked me, "Why on earth should we do this? Give me one good reason." And my reason was. Because I want to. (laughs) (laughs) And for a black and white thinking engineer, it drove him crazy. Absolutely crazy.
1: (laughs) If you love me, you will give me Australia. I want (laughs) Australia. We will go. And then he's like, okay, baby, I love you. We're going to do it. No, there was probably some more discussion. No,
2: no, 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 no. no. There was more discussion, <laughs> more heated discussions, <laughs> and, but we did get. Obviously, we got on the plane. Yeah, and um, because I was five years old, I always said I'm I'm going to Australia, and I didn't know why, I didn't know when or how. I figured it would just be for a vacation. So when your husband's telling you there's an opportunity in Australia, we got to go. Yeah. And we just got to go because I know I need to be there. Since I was five years old, I knew. I needed her. <laughs> yeah. We went to Saudi Arabia, we went to America, and now we're back here. <laughs>
1: wow. I absolutely freaking love that. And along the way, because your your children are quite small, aren't they? How, how old yeah,
2: are Yeah, I have a um a eight year old and an almost thirteen year old. Okay, so your eight
1: year old was born well, Australia.
2: In, yeah, in Australia. Yeah. And you and they in uh in America. Florida in America.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I remember kind of researching all into you, into your stuff, mm-hmm. doing my, uh, my digestion of your content for the purpose mm-hmm. of this. And just because I, that one post that you did, so for those, for those of you who won't know, which is probably going to be all of you. And um, Christine and I are basically part of the speaking community. And she just put this really powerful raw. Poster. I was like, I fucking love this. Who is this <laughs> human being? I need to know more. And I was like, she's really cool. I need to. We need her on the. We need her on the podcast. And oh, thank one, you. One of the crazy stories was just the um the story when you, you spoke about your kids giving out. I think it was fifteen hundred cookies to strangers. Was it? yes yes. Please share this story because I I'd love that. I want to pass them to something else next, but I'd love okay. to. Just, I'd like to just ground on this because I think it it says so much. Please share the story.
2: So um, back in that famous election in America, (laughs) the the most recent one, (laughs) there was a lot of friction going on in the U.S. and a lot of I'm right and you're wrong and what is this world coming to and it's all going to crap, basically. And there was nothing there was no good vibe. Like you could just feel it in the air. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I, I just, I have this greater purpose that I think that's bigger than, you know, even my business and even any other other stuff that we talk about that I'm doing Mm -hmm. that I want to restore hope in humanity that, you know, we're here for a reason and there's Mm -hmm. good In people Mm -hmm. and I wanted to prove to my kids that there's good in people and we don't need to go around judging people and Mm -hmm. knowing that they're right you're wrong like let's find some way to just kind of have the vibe be different on the streets is basically what I wanted to do
1: painful
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and my kids wanted to give back, and so we decided we were going to bake cookies yeah. and pass them out to strangers. Mm-hmm. And so we created a logo, we mm-hmm. created T-shirts, and we called it Cookies for Kindness.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so we went around and we um, passed out cookies, and we would go just up and down the street in Mm -hmm. the city of tampa and pass out these cookies and find places where can we pass out cookies and Mm -hmm. um what i found interesting is my daughter realized that she said you know what mom the people that i would never normally talk to on the street were the ones that were more open to conversation that Mm -hmm. i actually we could talk to more easily Mm -hmm. and On an everyday, you know, on a normal everyday, she would never talk to the people, you know, the people Mm -hmm. that you pass on the street. I mean, we pass them out to homeless people. We pass it up to people that most likely were addicted to drugs because one guy asked me, hey, what's in these cookies? (laughs) I was like, um, whatever. (laughs) Good cookies. Regular cookies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So it was just a great way for my kids to see that you know there is hope in humanity that mm-hmm. we we don't have to be separated or divided there's something little that we can do to um you know see the good in all
1: I love that I really 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 love that because there's a um obviously you came onto my radar with that very very raw very raw message I really really loved um And there was an authenticity in that message that I was intrigued to to find if I would see if I would find it pop up in other places. And for me, Mm -hmm. having that sort of life lesson instilled in the humans that you've raised to carry on your legacy speaks volumes about the footprint that you would like to leave in the world. No, thank you. Seriously, it's it's, no need to thank me. That's just the reality of the situation. And then looking at that, it then made me think: if that's what you want your children to leave, then what is it that you want to leave, right? And that's when I started looking more into the sensitive edge. Your book. Mm -hmm. I watched your branding video. Yes, I did. I watched, and your message. I think has the capacity to translate very easily into something that people can apply in their daily lives and I I really really wanted our listeners to have the opportunity to tap that and for me to go on a little adventure a little expedition along the sensitive edge with you on this call okay and through that experience give give the listeners the chance to see how they can start applying these principles and we'll give them the the opportunity to connect with you further afterwards but I really just like to because I saw some compatibility with my own message to dream with your eyes open basically
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and I I love that my everyday life now is going on the journey of speaking to people such as yourself who've got something to add to that and therefore better empower me to enable other people to live empowered lives of their dreams as well. So with your permission, I would like to present my offerings and ask for you to take me on a journey along the sensitive edge today. How does that sound?
2: That sounds great.
1: So you're the captain of the ship. Where do we start?
2: Okay. So for me, where we start is at this place where a lot of us, we know how to do. Mm -hmm. And that is rant. To have a good whinge. Mm -hmm. We love to do that. We love to complain. Mm -hmm. Maybe not, you know, in a joyful way, but it's something that people, they do. Mm -hmm. We complain. And we complain about things going on in our lives. And if this person did this, then this wouldn't have happened to me. Mm -hmm. And if only this and this, this and that, and all these types of rants that we do. And what I have found is when we take a moment to actually rant in private and use a certain technique that I found works then you can really um, take that constriction that you feel because when you're ranting and you're just so aggravated or bitter and afraid of something then there's no room to truly know what it is that you want to do and people that are open to take that sensitive edge journey they're they're very in tune with their the fact that we live as emotional beings and there's more to life. Mm-hmm. So you're aware of how your body feels whenever you're in that stage of complaining and wishing things were different than now.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And what I have found is that when you're in that state, and, when, and if you're used to you know, personal development, which I'm sure your listeners are, and I know that you are, mm-hmm. We're taught to, you know, oh, I got to think positive. Oh, I got to do that gratitude list Mm -hmm. in these types of actions to get you into those elevated motions. Mm -hmm. Well, those motions, they're up here, you know, they're up higher on the vibrational scale and you're down lower in, mm-hmm. in, in those challenging emotions, mm-hmm. it's hard to take that leap. Mm-hmm. It's hard to just get yourself grounded and settled. So where you can think those happy thoughts and mm-hmm. be grateful for your life. Yeah. So what I found is if you allow yourself to rant, mm-hmm. even if it's for literally two minutes just to get and you do out. it on paper
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you just let it flow, let those emotions have a voice
0: mm-hmm
2: then it, it, it opens the space for that part of you to say, Oh, okay. She's listening. He's listening.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He's ready to understand why I paused you mm-hmm. because our challenging emotions aren't there to get in our way, to yeah. stop us from doing our dreams. Yeah. They're there to just have you pause and say, wait a minute. I'm not real sure about this. There may be an old belief system that's in the way and something is telling you, no, no, we can't go forward with this right at this moment. And that's the other beautiful part about the sensitive edge. It's about life being moments and not this black and white, it is what it is and you know, there's no changing it. It's one fluid moment after moment and that, that's how I see life and that's the sensitive edge life. So when you do that ranting as the first step of that sensitive edge journey, there's, you soften. And even if it's just this little slither to bring in just a tiny bit of light, Mm -hmm. it's open. So are you you with me on this journey
1: so far? I'm with you. I'm with you. I I was actually just this morning. Um, as I came in fact, it, it came to me during meditation and I, I didn't have as clear a version of it as I came out and that's how I knew the message was for me. It wasn't something for me necessarily to share that today, which is so funny that you started up. It's that (laughs) it's about complaining.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God,
1: I swear to God in my meditation, it was so clear. The phrase was so clear in my meditation because a lot of the the stuff that I tweet or I put on my Facebook page, it's literally things that come to me in meditation and and I share them. Mm But I know sometimes when I understand it or I, over- I connect with it, but I don't necessarily know how to verbalize it. That is generally a sign to me that it's for me that day and not necessarily for me to share. Right, right. Um, but it was literally um, something along the lines of if you're complaining about something, then you can't, you, you can't complain about it and have the blessing at the same time. You have to choose one or the other. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at a situation that you that you want to complain about, instead of complaining about it, accept it for what it is. Look for the bl- blessing in it, but stay open to find the blessing in it rather than right. holding on to it. So it's about letting the feeling of the situation happen without becoming the, the, the emotion, without being so dropped down in it that you can't pull the blessing out of it. Like I just had that like literally this morning in my meditation. And now the first thing that you've asked me to do
0: (laughs) is complain. (laughs)
1: complain. (laughs) And it's like, I get it now. It's almost that forethought forethought set up for me to be able to constructively complain, to complain from an empowered place. I'm not complaining because I'm I'm ungrateful. I'm not complaining because I don't think what's been given to me is good enough. I'm complaining about it because actually I'm just letting the energy associated with the experience come out and be expressed because when you hold it in, that's when you get sick. That's when you get sad. And that's when you can't break through from it. Right
2: right right and and what's interesting for me is that you know in these meditative states we do we get these beautiful messages and we can see the bigger picture and we can see the possibility yeah. you can see that eventually that that complaint and that struggle will become a blessing because you'll be able to see the good in it yeah but as humans sometimes we are quick to want to take that action to that place out of a th- thing but mm-hmm. we, we hate sitting with it because who wants to feel those crap feelings like mm-hmm. nobody likes those crap mm-hmm. feelings mm-hmm. but what I found is that you know even if you can admit that you're not accepting mm-hmm. in a situation that may be all you can do right now because let's face it as humans we have moments where we don't see the blessing we don't want to see the blessing and mm-hmm. we're stuck but yet we know we don't want to feel this way we want to feel better
1: but that awareness is where the power starts. I mean, I'm I'm a firm right. believer in micro shifts. Um, yes, just, we're yes. Just, uh, we're just away the other day, and a lot of the conversations I was having with people is, you want to make a a big life change. Yeah, I get that. But instead of trying to swallow this massive thing, why not just start taking micro shifts? Um, it was Tony Robbins exactly. At, or he he didn't say he taught me this through or taught mm-hmm. me this, his course, whatever that when a plane takes off, if it's even two degrees off at the beginning, it ends up in a completely different direction. So if we take that positively wow. and yeah. literally micro one, 2% shifts, but you can make those more, more constructively over a longer period of time. So if you say to yourself, you know, all I'm going to achieve doing this week is, um, getting up five minutes earlier every day, instead of trying to, I mean, when I was building up my meditation practice of getting up at 3am to meditate, I didn't just start waking up at 3am. Exactly Although it would have happened. I'm not saying that you can't do that, but I simply set myself the thing of fifty was it half an hour earlier every day every day, and there's just little micro shifts. some people will be struggling to get to three a m and still getting up at eight nine whatever time of the day when if they tried to make that micro shift of just half an hour half an hour half an hour half an hour right they would get there and with um with with regards to getting forward in life emotionally and energetically, if you accept, like you said, I like to complain. You're not saying I'm going to continue complaining, but until you accept that you like to complain from a disempowered place, you're never going to break free of that. Are you? Whereas right. if you accept? I've got these feelings. I don't really feel great today. Um, but as soon as you start to verbalize it and say, okay, now I said that, what am I going to do about it? Right. That's where the that's where the magic is getting it off your chest, but doing it knowing that you're going to be taking action to get past it. Right.
2: Right. Right. And it's something that a lot of times I feel that maybe if I complain towards a person and that's what I need to do, you know, yes. I need to rant to my kids about why aren't you putting your stuff away and don't you, you don't- see the importance. Or my husband, you know, the same thing with my husband. And, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that nine times out of ten, it's something within me that's causing me to feel that way, not the situation. So if I do it on paper for that two minutes, then I get to the root cause. Mm -hmm. of what's irritating me. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that sometimes I'm human and I do end up ranting to them. And then I have awareness of that. And then I know I need to go back to this practice. Mm -hmm. So the next phase of this whole sensitive edge journey is like I said, it opens up even just that tiny sliver that you need Mm -hmm. to actually hear your true inner wisdom. And that's why I call myself an inner voice enthusiast, (laughs) because as you said in meditation in that quiet space you get exactly what you need for this moment it's available to you mm. but sometimes we're so constricted that we don't have the ability to hear that so then the next like i said the next phase is listen to that inner wisdom mm-hmm. and i i really appreciate the act of journaling mm-hmm. so i take another 2 minutes and i journal exactly what that inner wisdom's telling me. I start out with dearest Christine and I just let the ideas flow. Mm-hmm. And it's something that comes naturally to me at this point, because as you said, you know, with practice, I'm able to really tune into that voice very quickly. And within two minutes, I get the exact message I need for that moment.
1: So it's like feeding back from your divine self, almost tapping into tapping into that space and by free form journaling, not allowing the brain to get in the way, just letting that those messages come through, letting that feedback come through, but doing it from the empowered state of having got everything off of your chest. So you're not distracted right. by every, okay. We've got the complaining out of the way now. Oof, chest is clear.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Float,
1: float, float. I like that. So step one is, have a rant, rant. have a down on paper, get it all yeah. out, test. The and then, two, now that we've spoken, listen, right?
2: Yes. So, the inner, the inner yeah. wisdom. I love it. Now, step three is how it kind of all comes together. Mm-hmm. Because that, that part of you that needed to rant, that, that needs to know that it's safe. Mm -hmm. that things are going to work out Mm -hmm. because your inner voice had a message for you, one of safety, one of moving forward, Mm -hmm. one of making a difference in the world. There's big things that go on in that space of expansion that you want to do, the impact you want to make on this world. Mm -hmm. And even if it's something little just for today. Mm -hmm. So step three is that you take the information that you, cause you, you, like you said, we were kind of getting it off our chest, but mm-hmm. in a way we were also listening to that part of us. Yeah. So you take the messages from that complaint, you take the messages from your inner voice
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you, you talk to the version of you showing up in this moment and you say, look, I realize that this sucks, that you don't like how this feels right now. Mm -hmm. But listen to what that inner voice told us that like, everything's going to be okay. And this is what I'm choosing to do. And I want you on board with me. And you're making this compromise of not just saying, okay, fear, get out of my way because I got big things going on in my life. You're not saying that to fear. You're saying fear. I want to form a new relationship with you. I want to make a compromise and I want to work together because my inner voice, that part of me that knows what's best for us, says that this is what we need to do right now. So are you on board? Yeah. So it's a new relationship. It's a new relationship with those challenging emotions. And then, like you said, you commit to one simple step. hmm you take that micro movement
0: mm-hmm.
2: into making that a reality and you commit to one simple step and you tell that fear that, look, we're going to do this, this one little thing. Let's just see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And then we'll take it from there.
1: I love that because I think sometimes people forget that a rela- people forget the connection that they can make between relationships with themselves and the relationships that we have with others. Right. You can yes. literally, use, take the framework of the relationships you have with other people and help that use that to help you have a better relationship with yourself. You don't go out on a date with someone for the first time and like, okay, we're getting married now. No, (laughs) that's not what happens in the real world. So because some, so many of us have just been in, it's like, for example, let's say you're you're in class at school or college or whatever, There's someone in the classroom, you know, they're there, you acknowledge them, you might say hi from time to time. You can't at the end of like your semester, just like get married to them. Like there's been no conversation. There's been no seduction. There's been no, (laughs) there's been absolutely nothing. And because so many of us have gone through our lives, not actually exploring a relationship with ourselves, we get to a point where we recognize, oh my gosh, there is a self that I need to have a relationship with. And then they panic when there's, oh, you know, I've tried to deal with this and I'm not seeing change. But if they thought about it as in, you know, okay, high self, maybe we can go for a drink, you know, start with yeah. journaling, you know, see how we go. We're going to talk about this. How would you feel about some dinner now? Maybe, you know, a little <laughs> breakfast date, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> and then over time, take the time to, to build that relationship with yourself. I had this, uh, I had a question on the podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago. And now it's become a recurring theme because what I said off the Mm -hmm. back of it, I I loved so much, small head, um, that (laughs) even if you're only 15 years old, you've literally spent 15 years learning to be the person that you are today. Right. If you're like a fully grown adult, I mean, I'm 34 years old. I've literally spent 34 years learning to become the Daniel that I am today. Mm -hmm. In order for me to have any decently visual uh, experiences experienceable uh, differences in myself it's probably not going to take half an hour of journaling it might take (laughs) months of journaling developing a relationship months of learning new choices because our personal reality uh, is a result of our personality which is a result of our, our of the choices that we make so I'm gonna need to learn to make new choices Those choices are going to be based on my belief system. My belief system is 34 years old also, probably deep ingrained from my parents, from school, from my environment, from culture. These things are going to take time to change. So I love the simplicity of just journaling, getting off your chest, number one. This is what I want to complain about. Now we're clear of that. Listen. And like you said, it's learned practice. I mean, how long have you been journaling for, would you say? Oh, geez, like on and off for years. Exactly. I yeah, mean, yeah. For someone walking, listening to this podcast right now might feel a bit overwhelmed. Oh my God, I've got to journal. Um, and I'm going to ask you for some tips afterwards. But mm-hmm. just even if they're just saying, okay, I'm just going to write one sentence. Right. One sentence that expresses a summary of the feelings that have come up as a result of, you know, connecting with my higher self. Um hmm. I think I just really would like people to walk away from here knowing that they're going on a journey. I mean, we're just taking a snapshot, little poodle around the sensitive edge, but it felt to me that what you're giving us is a new way of living, a new way of being, a new way of experiencing a connection with ourself and with life. And as a result, a new way of living our life. With a relationship to self centered on having honest conversations from an empowered place. That's what it really, really felt like to me.
2: Oh, wonderful. Yes. And what I find that's so beautiful about the Sensitive Edge journey is it takes the version of you in this moment and it allows you to match your actions to that person
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Because
2: each moment, we may not be ready to take that full plunge. We may Mm -hmm. not be ready to give, let go of that fear Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: We may be able to do just a little thing. And Mm -hmm. it lets go of expectations that we may have on ourselves and on other people. And it's just... Once she transforms the relationship you have with other people, 100% because mm-hmm. you don't take things so personally because you no longer look to your relationships for justification of what you're doing.
1: Your actually, validation. you don't need validation. There's no
2: validation. Because There's no care. need not, because right? you're getting it from within. Yeah. You're having those inner convert the core of the challenges and the challenging emotions now if if you if we have some time i'd like to share something that i do to close off this entire yeah uh, please, little share.
0: journey. yeah share. Share. I'd, I'd love yeah
2: to. so so what i do is i take um i i i like to read pema Chodron, okay. and she has this um philosophy of um so that you can come into who you are now and the things that you're doing now, even if it's challenging. Um, instead of, you know, breathing. I'm sorry, my mind just went blank. How I want to explain this.
1: That's all right. Let it go.
2: So let's see. Okay. So a lot of times, whenever we um, do breathing exercises and meditation, mm-hmm. we are taught to like breathe in the good stuff and let out all the bad stuff. Yeah. And what I found with this practice to help you be grounded in the version of you that's right now and own him or her, mm-hmm. just as we are right in this moment, you need to inhale all of the, what you're feeling right yeah. now. Yeah. You inhale and feel all the messiness of life. Yeah. And then you exhale and you send love. Mm -hmm. to those parts of you that just may not be ready to let go or take that big leap.
0: Oh, I love that. And
2: then you do the same thing with the room, the space that you're in right now. Mm -hmm. Inhale what's aggravating you about that room and why you can't move forward because of that space that you're in. Mm -hmm. And then exhale, send it love and let it be just the way that it is right now. Wow. And then you continue that to your your neighborhood, your yep. country, mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. And then one last time you bring it back to yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that you see the appreciation, the sacredness and the messiness of life.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, that. and
2: that's how I end that whole, the whole process.
1: I love that because the great thing is, is that as people grow in this practice, they can start expanding it. They may only be able to start with just the moment. Right. In the moment, they can expand to their greater life, then the room, then their home life, and then the town, and they can just um, phase up their practice as they grow. Right. 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 They can find those micro shifts, and as they grow in this practice, they can get to that place, like you said, where they're breathing in the messiness of what's happening on the other side of the world and they're just sending it love and if more and more people do, imagine if there was a thousand people doing that every day i know i know a person to do it um a dear friend of mine uh anita she started something called one million meditators which is a wow. really really powerful movement I'm, I'm an ambassador for them now and we do live meditations periodic, periodically and basically the last Worldwide meditation is 160,000 of us all meditating together at the same time. live. On wow. I'm meditating about love for ourselves and love for the planet. And it's a really, really, really cool movement. And I just love these, um, these, these concepts that are grounded in sending love everywhere. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm a complete and utter advocate of these because the world is going to see shifts in these things that we think will never change. The second that more and more people, instead of trying to change everything, more and more people just do what they can do, just sending love from themselves. Right. If every single person that said, oh, there's nothing I can do about it, just close their eyes and just for a minute, all at the same time, send love to the situation, they will change. I completely mm-hmm. believe that. I completely believe Me that. Me too. Tell me about journaling. How can people, any tips that you've got for people that could start journaling? Because I've tried journaling and I've got a system now. I blog instead because journaling for mm-hmm. me. Right. I couldn't really wrap my head around it. So I said I just blog live on Medium. I just jump on, yep, yeah, blah, 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 and I put it out there. And I think that for me helps me to be more authentic because I know I'm going to have to write about it in public. So even, <laughs> like, even like my book a week challenge. It's like, sometimes I want to skimp. Like I didn't make it the other day and I was like, yeah, but I kind of like people can follow me on Goodreads and see what books I've read and haven't read. And people might ask me about it. And if I lie and said, I've read the book, like people don't know. (laughs) And it's like, I had to like say that I didn't make it. And it's like, cause the book I was reading, the untethered soul by Michael Singer.
2: Oh yeah. I've heard yeah. of that one. I haven't done that one yet.
1: I've read the surrender experiment and I flew through that. Uh-huh. Book. It was about his life. It was amazing. I was like, oh my gosh. Wow, my God, I was so inspired. And then I picked up on tethered soul and I was struggling to get through it. It was like really heavy. Like I'd read a couple of pages, sometimes just a page and I need to put it down and just digest everything. And I sort of looked at it it's like, cause the way I do it is I basically divide the number of pages in the book by the number of days in the week. And I read that. Right. Day. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, this is a lightweight book, a couple of hundred pages, 40 pages a day, you know, nothing. I was like struggling to do five or 10 pages sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I had to blog about it. And I was like, but the world didn't end. It's like, at like, oh my God, I haven't read yeah. a book this week. What am I going to do? I just told the truth. The book was really hard reading. I struggled. I didn't quite make it. I now have to read five books this month, next month, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a book short this, and the world didn't collapse. <laughs> like everything was okay. <laughs> and that's quite a transformative <laughs> moment for me because it's like, I don't have to be scared of the words being down on a page. Just let them out. Stop holding in the words and hiding them because you don't want them to be real. It's like the world is at right. the end. If you, and that was, a, that was a key point for me. So I'm, I'm finding that my, my journaling journey has taken a step forward with that. But I'd love if there was any tools that you have that you could share with people that they can even just to get into the practice of journaling, because you've obviously told us why journaling is good.
2: Right. So, um, one way to get into the practice of journaling is to, um, I mean, for me trying to think how I even got started, it's just that fluid movement on the paper to know that it's like, it, you're not writing a paper for school. Mm -hmm. You're just trying to find a way to get your ideas out.
0: Mm.
2: So, you know, what I'm feeling right now is like, honestly, if journaling isn't the thing and somebody's listening and saying like, God, like, I like the philosophy behind this, but, you know, journaling, it just ain't for me. It ain't Mm -hmm. cutting it. What else could I do? I mean, you could speak it out Mm -hmm. to yourself. You could record, you know, the thoughts that court it if you want to listen to it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or just just let it out. Because it's more about the feelings that you feel by allowing that part of you to be seen, to yeah. be heard and understood. I love that. So if it's even for somebody who's like, well, I like to meditate, but I don't like journaling.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, then just sit with it. Mm-hmm. Sit in this moment as you are. Set a timer for 30 seconds.
0: Mm-hmm
2: and feel grounded right now don't worry about being present don't worry about whatever thoughts are in your mind mm-hmm. just feel the sensation of your feet on the ground
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then just feel it allow whatever arises just just to be and so for me the journaling is that act that allows me to connect to that voice To all the voices because as an inner voice enthusiast Mm
1: -hmm. I don't
2: believe just it all you need to connect to your inner wisdom Mm -hmm. you need to connect to your inner Mm critics
1: of course of course because you're gonna get get to
2: the point that you're gonna see your inner critic as a friend that Mm -hmm. just has crap communication skills (laughs) (laughs) and that's all that is And I, you know, I I love hanging out with my inner critic. Like, oh, what's going on with you today? (laughs) So, so honestly, like, I I guess that's not a concrete tip to convince people. Oh, you need journal. But because the sensitive edge is you, it's Mm -hmm. your journey. It's Mm -hmm. setting the pace for your life that Mm -hmm. works for you and taking these little tolls that you get from all us who love personal development and love sharing it with people
1: mm-hmm.
2: and knowing what's right for you mm. for this moment of your life
1: i love that i absolutely love that i absolutely and i, I think that is the perfect apex perfect. all right christine how can people connect with you
2: Okay, so you can connect with me. I'm on Facebook. Um, The Sensitive Edge by Christine Rosas has a Facebook page. Uh, Mm TheSensitiveEdge.com is available. If you go to com slash your time, you can download. Download a PDF that gives a similar process to what we talked about here.
1: We'll, we'll put the link for that on, in the description so people can. Get yeah,
2: it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, um, I have a book on Amazon. Yep. And that's also the sensitive edge, uh, learning to trust your inner voice and thrive no matter what. And that also has um, something very cool, I think, because the book's not just written by me. It's uh, co-authored by the reader, so for those of you who love to journal, <laughs> this is your chance. And for those of you it. who want to try it,
1: I've got it. On this my book is list. your chance. I've got that one on my book list on Goodreads. I, I've added. Wonderful. You're on my book list on Goodreads. I'm, I guess I'm going to learn to journal more
2: effectively. Yes. Yes.
1: So yeah, we're going to put the links to all of this in the description. Perfect. Perfect really joyful thank you so much and i know that we had to reschedule because i i messed up my time so thank you so much for being really understanding about that as well oh really, no
2: worries no worries at all
1: and appreciate you thank you so much for your time for your energy, oh for your
2: wonderful thank um, you for having me
1: and thank you for the love that you're sending out in the world and thank you for two beautiful humans that you're you're sending out into the world to be more loving too if they just go out and teach one person who teaches one person you started a flow of love there. and really I
2: know I did my job.
1: <laughs> um, guys, thank you for tuning in today. Um, I'm sure you all join me in thanking Christine for her time and her energy and, and just for giving us this, this great message today. Tune in next Sunday where I will have another inspiring guest. Tune in Thursday for the motivational sesage, sesage the motivational message with Jade Stoner from success boutique. And Friday for my weekly Q&A with the wonderful M. Um, really looking forward to sharing some more content with you and, and giving you some more gems. Again, Christine, you're a star. Love you, love you, love you. Thank you. and uh, oh, thank you. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, keep dreaming with your eyes open and speak to you next time.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.